0: It's nice when there's a path that you can follow when it comes to your riding, when there's almost this list of things that you know that you kind of have kind of one thing and then the next and then the next, a map of sorts. It helps, doesn't it? And there is one of those for all riders. I know what to talk about today. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and this is the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians like you all over the world, helping you to have better conversations with your horse Well, because you're learning the path and you know what to do next. And isn't that so important? I find that so many times writers get a little bit stuck they get stuck somewhere, and they're not sure if they're stuck because they don't know what to do next, or if they're stuck because they're missing a piece, but either way, they are stuck. And one of my goals in life is to, well, get as many riders as possible unstuck and getting them moving on on the path. And the path that's there and that's available for you, it's, it's a really simple path, it's nothing I created, it's been there for, oh, a long time now, and that is the traditional training scale. And very often riders, Well, they ignore it because they think that it has to do with maybe a specific discipline, or they think that it has to do with more advanced riders, but it doesn't. The traditional training scale is there for you to begin applying to your riding. And that's where I want to kind of go with this today. I want you to start applying this to your riding, okay? yes it's also to do with the horse but remember horse riding is a team sport horse and rider and the only way that you and your horse are really and truly going to move forward is if you are moving forward with your horse okay and even if you're moving together yes it may take you a little bit longer as opposed to you being further down the path and bringing your horse after you and but yes um, definitely if you're moving together and if you're learning this with your horse along the path you can definitely make progress and you can definitely get there and that is where I want to kind of just encourage you along today and to get you to start thinking about what you can start doing in order to really and truly maybe up level you as a rider and then in doing so being able to approach the conversation with your horse a little bit differently okay so I mentioned how the training scale I really do believe it's for riders as well as horses and I really believe it doesn't matter what discipline you are focusing on or maybe you're not even focusing on a discipline maybe your discipline is horse riding that's it a big broad subject and that's great and if that's what you want to do knock yourself out I think that's fantastic go do it okay But it really can be used by anybody. It doesn't matter if you're riding English riding or Western riding, if you're doing pleasure riding, if you're doing competitive riding, if you're doing flat work, if you're doing jumping, it makes no odds, okay? If you're even out on the trail, the training scale is for horse and rider, all horses and all riders. And as I said, today we want to focus on the rider. Now you're probably thinking, what has it got to do with me, the rider? Oh, an awful lot. Okay, so let's think about it. Let's start at the very beginning. Relaxation. Relaxation is the foundation. It's not really a step on the the scale itself. I see it more as being the foundation where everything else is built on. But relaxation is really important. Relaxation has nothing to do with doing nothing. It's often seen as doing nothing. It's not that at all. Relaxation is being able to manage the tension in your body. That's what relaxation is. And you might be saying, oh, well, I'm able to manage that perfectly. Well, that's great. Being able to manage it mentally and then also physically is where it's, it kind of comes in. And what you'll find is that as you begin to maybe ask for new things or being able to work through new things and being able to start to develop differently you'll find that it's relaxation that's always going to be the foundational piece that you'll have to work on regardless of where you are in your writing you'll always have to come back to this you'll always have to see okay hold on am I managing the tension here is this correct is this right okay and then from that being able to build on again build on again okay but you're you're going to constantly, and all throughout your riding career, okay, it doesn't matter how many years you've been riding, it doesn't matter what you're doing, you are going to have to revisit this and see how you can better manage the tension in your body. And of course, you know, being a good rider, This that's why riding is so difficult, um, well, I don't say so difficult, that's the wrong way. But I often hear people say, riding is, it's not even a sport, Oh, really, <laughs> Because, because we're not just trying to manage two, I suppose, beings with absolute their own mind and their own way of doing things and thinking about things. No, it's not difficult at all. Sure, that's handy. Um, but seriously, that is where it comes in, and that's how as you improve as a rider, you can start then to use your Control, and I say this, it is control over your relaxation to then be able to influence your horse's relaxation. And again, if you see relaxation as being tension management, just a very simple kind of a a look at this would be the tension that is necessary for maybe cooling your horse off is very different to the tension that is necessary when you are approaching a meter 30 fence. Is either more important? No. They are both really, really necessary, but um, they're very different. And that's where attention management comes in. Okay, It's being able to manage that regardless of what you're doing and to then smoothly move between and to almost build it up and allow it to dissipate where needed in order for different things to happen. OK, so it's really, really important. The next step, of course, and if we want to say step, it is really the first step. If we look at relaxation as being the foundation, the step then comes up to rhythm. And very often there's a big discussion about rhythm with horses um, it's, you know, d- can you improve rhythm in horses? What is, uh, what are you improving if we're talking about natural rhythm all the time and things like that? I personally believe that um, what you're looking for, the aim of the game is to get as close to the natural rhythm that your horse would have in the field when he's showing off with his friends and um, with you on board and showing that off as well and having as much enthusiasm there as he has in the field when he's with his friends um, in, when he's able to almost convey or express that with you on his back as well with that same balance with that same rhythm with that same grace and elegance um, that is where I would say rhythm really comes in and that's a that's a very very basic um understanding or a basic explanation of a very big topic, okay? But natural rhythm for you, the rider, is equally as important. So think about how you feel when you're doing something that you really enjoy doing and that you find pretty easy to do, okay? and that feeling that's your natural rhythm and that's where you want to try and then bring that same feeling across to your riding and again it's a mental and a physical thing it's an emotional thing of course as well Uh, your emotions very much play a part in it all but I, I feel that if you can mentally take charge of your thoughts you then can have an impact over what you're feeling which is your emotional body which then has an impact over your physical body and what you're doing okay so really important as well to understand that rhythm is important I feel that rhythm is built on the ground and then it transfers across to the saddle I often see riders coming in and they're late for their lesson or they're late they're rushing rushing you have to get home have to get dinner made I have to do this that the other yeah it doesn't lead to a great ride now let's be honest okay so important that you're looking at your natural rhythm and how you can then improve that and how you can Improve, I wouldn't say you're improving your natural rhythm, you're improving the circumstances so as your natural rhythm can shine through or your rhythm can be as close to as good as it is naturally for you, even on your horse and around your horse and with your horse. That is natural rhythm, okay? If we then take it the next step up the ladder, the next step is suppleness. Suppleness is definitely not just for the horse. In fact, I feel that most issues when riders are stuck, okay? And where I see stuck happening a lot is contact. Have you, you know, I speak to riders every day, and the big thing that comes up a lot is you know, consistent contact, I can't get the contact, it's not consistent, what is going wrong? it's very often suppleness and writers don't want to hear that they, they want a quick fix and unfortunately suppleness is never a quick fix suppleness is something that takes time because suppleness essentially is strength and as it takes time and as you are over time beginning to move and bend and flex and just become a little bit more supple through your body and again this is a mental and an emotional suppleness as well suppleness through the approach we spoke about this last week and um, in that maybe this time of year as you're listening to this if you're listening on time we're going into November 2019 and um, this time of year we're leading up to holidays leading up to Christmas weather can often play an issue regardless of which half of the world you're on and um, it's really and truly it's it's the time of year where you must be supple in your approach in order to get forward and to to, to keep moving forward suppleness is key but suppleness physical suppleness as a rider and um, is often where well where many riders are struggling and they're struggling in to themselves they don't realize they're struggling and it is in that struggle that then they cannot move forward because if you look at the traditional training scale the next step from suppleness is contact and connection and that is why many riders struggle with the contact and the connection it's because the suppleness and not really necessarily the suppleness in the horse it's the suppleness in the rider that is missing in order to then move up the scale to the next level which is true contact and connection and you might have it fleetingly it might come and go and it's there and it's not and that's great but the way the key to actually making contact a if you want a consistent uh, it's something that's happening throughout the ride it's woven through the whole ride is by being supple and that is again suppleness physical mental and emotional suppleness in you the rider okay and that is how you then make it to the next level now this is something that i really believe can benefit all writers, they, people need to know this and it's something that they don't know. It's something that's seen as being more exclusive or something that should be more higher level um, or something that writers have to have, I don't know, Reached this certain kind of, I'm able to do this and now I can turn my mind to this. I don't believe that's true. I really and truly think that wherever you are in your riding, you need to understand the fundamentals of the basic training scale or the traditional training scale and how that then pertains to you and your horse in your riding. And what I've done, I have a free mini course for you. It's absolutely free. You can pop on over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash free and you can get the mini course there. It is on the training scale. Um, There's just a few videos and a couple of audios for you to listen to. It's really short, sweet and to the point but it will definitely just allow you to have a better understanding of this for both you and your horse so as you can start to really make use of it in your day-to-day riding. I'd absolutely love for you to pop over there and get it. The final thing I want to say today before we round up is that um, this week, as we kind of start off here in November, um, we are starting off kind of the pre-week of our Lunging for Riding um little online mini course that we're going to be doing Um, i would love for you to join me you can still join me there's still time this week all we're doing this week is getting ready we're just it's kind of like the prep week okay so um i would love for you to join me you can pop on over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash lunge l-u-n-g-e i spell it with a u not with an O. U, 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 U. U-N-G-E, you can find all the details there. I'd absolutely love for you to join me with that. It's kind of a group coach, coaching program. It's online, which means you can do it from anywhere in the world. Um, and it is, I really intrigued believe lunging is a skill that you can use with any horse at any point in their training or their, their career um, in order to just really, really move forward and to have this different perspective was you, the rider, with your horse. So again, you can find out all the details over at stridesforsuccesscom forward slash lunge. Okay, have a great one, keep well, and I'll chat to you soon. Be good, bye.